Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yes, hello one and hello all to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. I'm Tom Harris and across from me is Elizabeth Best. You hello. Don't, you join us on one of the world's premier dating and relationship and sex <laughs> podcasts. And sex. Uh, don't forget sex, Tom. <laughs> it's a quickie episode, funnily enough. Funnily enough, it's just that. Yes, and it's a, a question-themed minisode or quickie, as we have now as we now call them. You send in your questions about love, dating, and romance going by, and Liz and I do our best to answer them. We've accrued a good library of information over the past four years that, we've, uh, that we can fall back on and answer questions, but we aren't experts in anything that we're trying to do here. So if our advice ever falls short or falls flat and you want to yes-and us and give us better advice, please let us know. Send it through to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. Let us know uh, where we went wrong. I'll open the batting, Elizabeth. Um, A question from someone in their 20s and... You and I are both out of our 20s now, so mayhaps we'll be able to help them. No one will notice if we don't tell anyone. The question is, can you be in a relationship and still be your most productive, career-driven self in your 20s? So that question could apply to any stage of your life, because at any stage of your life, you want to get into a relationship and you want to be career-driven, hypothetically. But in your 20s specifically... I reckon that you can. Like, mm. I, as long as you've got somebody who knows what your drivers are, because it's, you know, as long as it's someone who's compatible with both your work lifestyle and understands that sometimes work's going to come first, mm. um, I don't think that you need to necessarily give your entire life to work. And if you're doing that, I think you might need to take a look at your, you know, um, work-life balance Hmm. i basically think that you can still be super career driven as long as you try and have a little bit of a work-life balance right yes so that if i don't think anyone in uh, in life should strive to have 100 percent work as their as their focus they always say that no one dies on their deathbed going oh i wish i'd worked more yes that's that's right um I think the impossibility lies in wanting to have 100% of everything where you go, I want to have the full, like a full, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm wording this incorrectly. But yes, you can totally be career focused and have a, and have a relationship. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think that that's, that needs to be um, an age thing either. Like, I no, guess, no, no, I no. mean, are they saying that maybe that they should be the most career driven in their 20s so they get somewhere when they're in their 30s? Because I think that we, it's a trap, guys. <laughs> yes, societally, it's it's like go to uni and then you leave uni in your twenties, and now you've got to fall into a career and figure out your life. That's where that's where the pressure comes TikTok from. TikTok the other day where they're like going to work in your twenties, and it was like this you know cute woman in like a business suit strutting yeah. in with heels and full makeup and they're like going to work in your 30s and she's wearing like a bohemian dress with like the biggest tote bag ever yep. rubbing her nose hair barely done strolling in like who gives a shit and can relate 
But I think you'll. I, I think there's a huge percentage of people in the world that will uh, that'll want and respect you and and want you to have a career and also want you to and want to be in a relationship with and you. And if that'll somebody's be a, supportive, yeah, of, of what your goals are. Then that's ideal, is it not? I think that's huge. I think that's very appealing and very attractive to a huge, to a large chunk of the population. So I think I think you're in the in the clear there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Work Let us work. know what you think if you have differing opinions to us. Yeah. Work and play. How do you have you ever had to forge and and because if some careers, some uh, academic pursuits leading into careers are big slow. They're hard work. It's difficult. And then, so if you're at home, I've done that, but then also carved out time for a relationship. Let me, yeah. I want to know how, and good luck to you. I don't have a fucking career. I have a job. I do, I work for jobs. I don't have a career. I mean, I have a career, but <laughs> I don't get paid well enough. There, so there you go. <laughs> no, I have, like, and I worked quite hard to get to where I was, and there was a bit of professional. Uh, jealousy when I happened to be working with mm. somebody who I shared the same career with because my career took off yeah. whereas theirs stalled uh, so that was a bit awkward but um, I think that as long as each partner is supportive of the other's interests and, and schedule and that the working partner is genuinely making time to love their partner in their chosen love language so mm. if they yeah. like quality time that that part that you as the workaholic are setting aside some quality time for your partner so you can't expect them to you know just deal with the fact that you're the office person and you're the business mm. person and they just need to take whatever no you need to carve out time for them but if as long as you can you know love them in the way that they like to receive love then i think there should be no problem absolutely there you go right. good place to spot and uh uh uh, sorry, you it complete the thought complete left my brain as soon as I started speaking it. I had that a bunch this week. I don't know what it's something in the air. I'll just well, I'll just, just getting older. Barrel into another question, Liz. I'll just throw you another one. One two a uh, one two punch attack. Okay. Uh, where are we there? What do you reckon? Uh, in the year twenty twenty three, is the biggest issue or dating like is is your problem facing dating like as a as an as an exercise as apps. a pursuit apps yeah, you think that's no, the biggest look, i just think it's um lack of connection these days is i think a lot of people are connecting um uh, not in person and through online mediums mm. and i think that um being busy and constantly s- scrolling rather than you know looking up at a cafe and maybe seeing somebody or and I guess this is to to start dating people like actually if you're already dating probably the biggest thing plaguing relationships oh god I don't know <laughs> assholes tailors oldest time could be it um, seems that the question or the, or the answer often seems to be like how uh, it's just meeting people right they say I can't meet anyone or I have difficulty meeting people but we have all these solutions like applications and websites. Yeah, but and that's websites. so – meeting and connecting is so yeah. vastly different and people are so um, addicted to phones and, and um, external stimulation that it's quite difficult to actually – like people just – and I'm one of them – would like to stay at home in their pyjamas on their couch rather than go out and people today. Mm. So it's the, it's the hurdles both imagined and, and societal or, or real – 
between meeting and connecting. It's yeah. really easy to meet. I think we meet. need to bring back setting up people. I yeah. think we need to make, you know, like if you have a couple of single friends, first of all, ask if they're looking because I've had people try and set me up yes. when I've been not looking and gone, excuse me, just because I'm single does not mean I want to be set up. But ascertain whether they want to. And if you think that two people would be good together, then hook a, hook a friend up. Like mm. why the heck not? Yes, I think we, we're given all these chances to meet people. Here's this app, 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 website, you know, service thing. And we go, wow, look how easy it is to meet people. It's but the then, illusion of choice. Yeah, but then, and they're all we, we race through saying, we go, no, because there's always someone else behind their picture, right? I it's can gambling. Yeah, Honestly, it it's one of those, it's one of those, and I've, I've said it before, and I've written an article on it that I can publish in the show notes if you like, but... Modern dating is akin to gambling, whereby you've got the addictive thing of scrolling, keeping mm. on pressing that button, as well as the fact that you might hit a jackpot, but because it's not the biggest jackpot you could possibly hit, you keep holding yeah, out for keep, the bigger, better deal. You keep keep chasing. Put it all on red this time. Like interesting, interesting. So I don't know how we go around slowly changing it as a, as a society, as a, as a people to fall into fall into your singlehood. Um, no, yeah. that's not true. I actually would like to start dating again. I just refuse to do it on app. So if anybody thinks I'm cute and is listening to this right now, hit a gal up. Yeah, ghostsofboyfriendspast <laughs> at gmail.com. Send through your dating resumes. I want to see mental health history. I want to see uh, dating Tom's going to be vetting it. them before they get yes, passed on right. to me. Uh, so. It's just to be uh, the love judge. <laughs> I like being the love judge. Uh, You're going to get a t-shirt with love judge on it now aren't you (laughs) I have have a final question for our little quickie today Um, and it is and I think we might need to get some help from producer Zane on this particular one the but when he comes on air, he makes it. He's really sensible and intelligent and well, articulate, and everyone some- goes, "Oh, this is better." Oh, not I know, but for this particular question, he actually has some experience that okay. neither you nor I have, Thomas. All right. Okay. Um, so, if Zane, you are asexual, at what point in a relationship or dating scenario do you bring that up? Mm. Hello, everyone. I'm your resident asexual. Yes. Um, I want to flip that around first and say, at what point, as a priapic allosexual... Mm. What does that mean? A horny person who is not asexual. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Would you want to know that the person you're dating is asexual? When I want to have sex with them. Okay. It's probably before I have want to have sex with them. Well, probably before. If before I don't want that. to have sex with them, then why oh, do yes, I need f- to know? Fair enough. But uh, but like anything, like in any uh, mental health or any anything earlier well, de- rather than later. It also depends what kind of asexual they are. Yes, if they're yep. sex averse, then pretty fucking soon because yeah. I enjoy sex. Hmm. I think that's the answer I wanted to kind of go with. Is like. Uh, one asexual is not the same as another asexual. And yeah. if you're so sex averse that like a touch between someone, yeah. Uh, yeah, someone that you're on a date with would affect you, then that's probably something you want to put out there before maybe the date. In a, maybe in a bio if you're on apps. Yeah, or, absolutely. Because yeah. honestly, like my love language is physical touch, so it would fucking kill me if yeah. I was with somebody who hated being touched. Yeah, I was, when I met my current partner, it was... Well, it was actually while we were talking before our first date that was just kind of like, hey, here's my stuff. Mm. It's like, put it out there. I'm I'm done with dating and if you don't want this, then you don't want me. Um, that's not always necessary because uh, I like I myself, I'm not sex averse. Mm. It's like if, if my partner wants sex, then that is on the table. But 
that's the thing. Like as soon as the other person's going to be affected by it, I think same with anything, same with mental health, mm. same with like if you're having employment issues um, or family issues, like as soon as the other person's going to be affected I by like it, give it, giving them the heads up so that they have the consent to either pull back or double down, I think is. I love yeah. that. And I think we've said that before in a completely different scenario, giving somebody all of the information so that they can make an informed decision. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, as soon as it starts affecting somebody else or it's going to affect somebody else, yeah. offer that information up. Uh, readers, do let me know, not just a, be, uh, broaching the subject of being asexual, but it could have been broaching your mental health, your depression, your mental health, your whatever. Uh, how you went about how you went about broaching that in a in a new or budding relationship? How was it? Uh, a was it? Is it just something that you can easily do? Is that something that you're like, yeah, I'm this, and and that's my my plate? Is it something you you struggled with? And how did the the other person react? Were they were they generous with you, or were they? Was it difficult? Yeah. You know, I, I will say know. it's a lot easier to talk about it in that way if you're comfortable in it yourself. Mm, absolutely. Yes. And I think, I mean, therapy first is that's the person that you can talk to who you're paying them not to judge you mm-hmm. um, to get your words right so that you can talk to other people who might not have the same mindset. Right. But yeah, yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're in a space where you're like exploring, it's like, I think I might be this. Mm. That's more difficult because yeah. you may you may be making something out of nothing that you're then putting on the person that you're dating. Yeah. Or you're using someone to figure something out with, when they don't have any say in it. What if you were to yeah. say, rather than I think I might be, insert label here, you might say right now I'm feeling, you know, an attraction to this and I'm exploring yeah. that or right now mm. here's where I'm at with that. Rather than freaking out and, and going... I could be a label, like just say, "Here's here are my feelings about what we're doing right now. Here's how I feel about sex. Because some people are like, you know, like I like vanilla sex or some people like a little bit rougher. And, mm-hmm. you know, these are all issues that you need to talk about. And there might be someone who wants to experiment with being, yep. you know, more vanilla or more rough. And it's something that you kind of go, look, I don't know if I'm going to be into I would this. like to experiment with being more vanilla, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> take Regu- off. Regular sex is Take off the gimp gear today. <laughs> I would like to be just missionary on my back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So your thoughts. <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if you have the discussion about your feelings in a gradual manner, you don't have to spring a. Here's the big news, everyone. You're just like, yeah. okay, so we're thinking about having a sexual relationship. Here are the things that I kind mm. of like, and here are the things I don't like, and here are the things I might like. Shall we? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So there, you, there you go. That's an answer. It for all comes it. down to communication. That comes. Again. That's an answer for asexuality. But I. But that kind of. Uh, thank sentiment. You, Zane. Yeah, thank you, Zane. Uh, we're going to raise him back up into You're the welcome, ceiling everyone. now. <laughs> Goodbye, Zane. Yeah, there we go. Um, Bye, Zane. Back up into the gods. <laughs> but uh, but I'm sure you can apply that answer uh, to yeah. not just as soon as it's going to potentially affect the other person. That's when you tell them. Beautiful, brilliant, so simple. Short and if sweet. If you disagree, let us know. <laughs> we'll tell you you're wrong with this particular one. But um, I think that's so – it's such a simple and it's such a good way to live is that as soon as something's going to affect somebody else, you should probably tell them. Yes, absolutely. Well well done and well said. Well, a short and sweet little little uh, quickie here on Ghost of Boyfriends Pass. Thank you for tuning in. It touches my little, my little heart and I'm sure, Elizabeth, the same, to have you join us week in, week out. I mean – 
Yeah, it really does. If I had a little heart, I think <laughs> might be a bit smaller. No, it's true. I have a, quite a large heart, and I do. I fucking love doing this podcast. So that even when I'm really tired and I don't want to do anything, I'm still like you know. Once I get here, I have the best time and I love you guys. And this is just to turn into something completely different than it started <laughs> She's out very being. touched over there. But um, please send in your thoughts, stories, questions, jokes to ghostsofboyfriendspast yeah, at gmail.com. Come, come on. <laughs> Let's send us in the shittest joke that you can have. And yeah, we will. we'll have a shit joke competition. Um, <sighs> Until then, rate, review, subscribe, mm. tell your friends, don't tell your friends. It's up to you, really. But one thing we do want is come back in next week and we'll have a guest for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.